I've seen the product of what happens when you let people into your space that are actually energetically cluttering what you spend so many years trying to unclutter. But my question to all of you is, how can you implement that into your life? Not saying that you have to not let people into your home, right? Not what I'm saying at all. But how can you maybe start to be a little more mindful of who is in your environment? We know how important people are and how rapidly technology is and will continue to change our world. The way we live, the way we work, and the way we experience life as we know it. In a hyper-connected global economy, it is the combination of extraordinary people and advanced tech that will make a brighter future. But without evolved leaders knowing how to apply that value of neurodiversity, businesses, teams, and relationships will exponentially suffer. We believe in your ability and are obsessed with helping people like you shift into unlimited potential. It is our honor to help you and your teams optimize and automate the skills, tools, and solutions that can bridge that gap between intelligence and implementation as you venture into your unique mission. Let us welcome you to Evolve Ventures. Welcome to Evolve Ventures, where we are making evolution possible for growth-minded humans through vulnerable lessons, stories, and technology. I'm your host, Bianca Thomas. And I am your host, Emilia Smith. Welcome back for another episode 132. Who are you letting into your space? Um, if you haven't listened to our last episode, please make sure that you go and listen to that because all of these are building on each other. And I think that the more awarenesses we can have and bring into this conversation, the better off I deeply believe we will all be. So as we get into this, Bianca and I are going to share a little bit about our stories around this concept of the who. Who are you letting into your space? Because what we found is that the more you can be mindful of the impacts of who you let into the space, the more, the better off you are to kind of choose the future that you will have and the people that you surround yourself with. And so much benefits come with that. So hmm. we hope that you can kind of look after this episode at your life a little bit more mindfully and in a way that can serve you. Yeah. So I moved into this new apartment about a year ago. It's actually mm. been, I think it's actually been exactly a year. Is like it some, today? I don't know. I don't know the exact date. I got to look Girl, into I it. Girl, I that like, on my calendar. Come I don't on. Know. I don't know when celebrate. it is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. I have a video of the day it was because Matt and I, <laughs> the setup of what it took to get all of my stuff from that other apartment to here and what we had to do in his truck was ridiculous. But anyways, <laughs> about a year ago, sometime mm -hmm. around this time, I moved into this new apartment. Mm -hmm. And over the last year, I've been setting it up. I've been really making this space my home. I'm, you know, I'm refurnishing. We talked about this in a previous episode. Yeah. I'm refurnishing my office space, my living room space, my just the entire area. Mm -hmm. And most people, what they do is when they move into a new space, they have a housewarming party. Bye. They have people come over. They invite their friends. They invite all sorts of people 
over to their apartment to, you know, see the space and, you know, to welcome them into their new home. And normal people have friends over their apartments and, you know, they, they actually spend time with people. So me being a freak of nature, I've been in this apartment for a year and there's only ever been two people that have stepped foot into this apartment. Kevin, my friend who used to live here. And my physical therapist who was doing like body work on me. Mm-hmm. I haven't had a single person step foot into this apartment. And I know that's ridiculous. I know it's it sounds insane, but bear with me for a second. I'm not assuming and I'm not suggesting anyone else needs to do this, right? Mm-hmm. I'm a freak of nature. I understand that. But the reason why I've been super selective about who I allow to come into this apartment is because the people we allow into our environments and into our lives significantly impact and affect the quality of our life. Mm. We've all heard the phrase, you are the combination of the five people you spend the most time with. Well, I know the detriment of what it's like when you let the wrong people into your life. Mm. I know what it's like when you care about people so much, but they are truly ruining you or they're just not good for you and you can't see past it. And so maybe I've gone a little extreme, but... (laughs) I'm extremely particular about who I allow to come into my environment because of that fact, Mm. because I know the negative detriment of it, because I know what the wrong person can do to an energetic setting. Mm -hmm. And I know for me, if I'm surrounded by the wrong people, it takes me days to get back on track. And my Mm. system is so set up to where I really can't let that happen. So I'm a freak of nature. I get it. But my question to all of you is, how can you implement that into your life? Not saying that you have to not let people into your home, right? Mm -hmm. Not what I'm saying at all. But how can you maybe start to be a little more mindful of who is in your environment? Who you are allowing into your space? Who you are allowing to have an energetic influence on you and not like woo woo spiritual energy type shit like that right if you've been listening to this show you know amelia and i never say anything that's not backed by science and data Mm -hmm. there's always a reason under what we're saying but i think we all have had an experience of being around the wrong person even if it's just for a couple of hours and it completely throws us off so to all of you out there to Mm -hmm. everyone listening How can you start to be mindful of that? And I know Mm. Amelia's done an incredible job of this. I've honestly been able to do a lot of the stuff that I've been able to do because of her. I fully give her the credit as she's sitting there flexing over there like, yo, keep bolstering me. I know I'm amazing. Take it in. I'll take that in for sure. Because you know what I'm saying? This has been the hardest (laughs) and easiest journey of my life. This has been the story of my life, being mindful of who the F is being let into my space. That's been such a challenge, B. And you know, like, 
it's it's to the point where you know you're saying that you're a freak of nature but at the end of the day you're just honoring what you value and mm. i think one of the hard truths that we'll we'll look and peek into in this episode is the fact that not everyone values what you value and mm. that is the hard it's honestly one of the hardest truths to realize because you think that all of these people that you know love and care about know love and care about you in the same way that you might care love and know them and that's just not the reality and a lot that of was us, a mouthful huh? yeah but like at the, at the at the end of it like we are distorting our own reality to a, a drastic extent nowadays yeah. where we'll let people into our home and also we not actually meaning me because i have boundaries around this we'll let people into our home without having any acknowledgement over the fact of what their presence, what that does to the state of the home, what that does to the state of the space. And I'll give an example. So I know someone who has, you know, for so long, very much preached how important it is um, if you hang out with people you that that don't make good choices, you will eventually also not make good choices. Because why? That saying it's a saying for a reason. You are the the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. And that is actually a scientific fact because our decision-making paradigms are influenced by the social group that we, we surround ourselves with, the time that we spend with those people. And for someone who says that, you know, if you hang out with people that make poor decisions – you'll you'll start making poor decisions. It's always baffled me when those types of people say that, but yet they're okay letting people who have done terrible things to other people, terrible things in the world into their home. So I've actually experienced so many people reduce the standard that they hold for themselves because of this distortion of their reality that they want to live in, that people are actually better than their actions, that people are are kinder and value these things that they actually don't. And I'll give you a, a crazy example for someone who caves in a female's face after an argument. They're actually not a good person, right? They might they might be in theory a good person, but I'm sorry. When you get to that extent, there's a lot that's underneath that. Now, good person, bad person. I'm not like let me rewind on that. There's so many people that have this love of around forgiveness and of making sure that just because you did one thing doesn't make you a bad person. But where do you start to draw that line with mm -hmm. respects to people and their choices, right? So I think that one of the things that we're very afraid of as human beings is actually drawing a line around what you value. If you value human respect and believe that people should have their own digni dignity and um, if you value positive choices, then the people that you surround yourself with, do they also value that? Or are you letting people into your space that don't actually make good choices? So essentially rewinding that forward, I've seen the product of what happens when you let people into your space that are actually energetically cluttering what you spend so many years trying to unclutter, which is your mental health, which is your values, which is mm -hmm. what actually makes you happy, aligned, fulfilled. 
And I think that this is one of the things that, you know, a lot of people will have these, these housewarming parties, all these parties to get together with people that they actually wouldn't ever spend time with. They actually wouldn't ever call in a crisis, you know? And I Mm -hmm. think that this, this is one of the biggest lies that I feel like a lot of people get into of, well, I need to have them over because society or culture or whatever says like, this is what we do when these things happen. Mm. When in reality, like using the housewarming party for an example, it's like, what is the actual purpose of that? Like, what is the purpose? If you were to ask, you know, you're going to have these visitors over, you're going to have, I don't know, friends over, like, what is the purpose of that? And what is the consequence of that? I think that we're not asking that question enough. What is What mm-hmm. are the consequences of having someone over that doesn't have any goals when you're someone that's very goal-oriented? What are the consequences of that? And if you want to be naive and let that – if you want to be naive and slip into the fact that like, oh, well, you know, if I spend time with someone that doesn't have goals but yet yeah, I'm trying to reach goals, that that's not going to impact me. I'm not going to wear, you know, wear off on me. You're it wrong. Does. I'll, I'll <laughs> you tell you from first-hand experience. Friend. Yes, it does. Yes, it you does. You yeah. can't outwork a negative environment. It just is what yeah. it is. There's, I tried yeah. it. Believe me, I tried it because I Many tried, do. I tried to convince feel? myself that you can, if you're disciplined enough and if you're just determined enough that you can, you can be the example and you can help those people to grow. It, the truth of the matter is it's not true. You either lower your standards for what you believe is best or you, you know, you have to leave. Yeah. Like, and so, I did multiple times. Skirt, same. The amount of spaces that I've um, not gone into is just as equal as how many people I've not allowed into my space. Yeah. And, you know, this is obviously probably more of a hardcore episode than I think we initially intended it to be. <laughs> Very much so. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yep. Went, went down deep. Might have face planted. That's okay. But at the end of the day, I think that this is a real concept that a lot of people don't talk about enough because it is so taboo. And because people won't be as bold as we just were to say people are lowering their standards. And I think a lot of the fear that drives that is the fact that there, there might be a, a belief that if you were to not lower those standards of how people treat you or mm. how they come up and in, into your space, then there might not be other people that can step into that that role, if you will, in, in your life. And they might not be in a capacity that's even more aligned than those people that you want to let into your space. And that's just a fear that's driving that is no longer true and no longer valid, you know? And, and what I mean by that is like, you just like look at like your friend group, right? The, the, the people that you out of convenience and out of history, spend your time with on the weekends. You know, I, I can't tell you how many clients I have right now that look at their friend groups and they look at them and they have such a hard time admitting the fact that they actually don't have goals. They're not working towards anything. And yet they're still allowing them to influence them. The mm. people that want to want better for their life, that are actually trying and putting in the work why is it so hard? Because you're letting people into your space, your energetic space, your mental space, your emotional space, your heart space that aren't working towards those things. It's like trying to swim upstream. It doesn't work that way. And there's always like an an identity crisis that kind of happens with that. And I think that that's important. You know, you can't just be naive to the fact that people that don't have goals or dreams or want what's best for the world and like a better life, like 
they're going to be okay being the company in misery. They're going to be okay not striving <laughs> towards anything. That's the gold hard facts. So, all right. This obviously has been something that um, this has been hard for me, honestly, because at the end of the day, like I see so many people being so naive to this. Genuinely. Same. Same. That's why this is honestly, I, I think I got somewhat triggered in this episode. I was going to say you went, you were kind of cutthroat, but like Very I think cutthroat. I think Sheesh. you needed it though. You have some pent up gunkies all up in there. I got gunkies, guys. My <laughs> goodness. I'm sorry if that, you know, triggered and it went way too to the throat to those people who weren't ready for that. But like, <laughs> man, if you want to know someone that's really seen how naive people have been to this i think i'm your first gal that you can take a take a look at like how many people i've seen just be so naive to the fact of who they're letting into their space is actually making them nosedive faster in their trajectory than than any other factor in their life i'll take full ownership too like i was someone who let that happen Mm -hmm. i know what it's like when you get blindsided by love or by connection or by a previous bond of what of how you can mislead yourself and then get so thrown off and thrown off track so final takeaway for everyone out there i know we kind of went hard in this episode (laughs) (laughs) i apologize for the hardness no no i don't think there's anything (laughs) wrong with it em i think it's but it's truth (laughs) i think i think our passion is showing because of how much we've both been negatively impacted by this personally and seeing other people do it so i think the final takeaway that i would give in this episode is I know it's hard really looking at the people in your life and assessing them because we want to believe everyone is a good person. Yeah. We want to believe that everyone has our best interest at heart. Mm -hmm. And the hard truth is that it's just not true. Mm -hmm. Not everybody truly wants what's best for you disregarding Mm themselves. Keep the people in your life who do who want you to be amazing regardless of what it means for them. Mm-hmm. So like I have a friend, Katie. I love her to death. I never see her. I maybe see her once a year. Mm-hmm. But I know she is genuinely somebody who wants nothing but the best for me. And the fact that we can go without seeing each other for a year and then we see each other again and it's like nothing has happened like it's like no time has passed it's because she knows what i'm trying to do and mm-hmm. gives me the space to do that even though it means we don't get to see each other often so who are the people in your life like that who are the people who genuinely want you to be happy and to be successful and to be fulfilled mm-hmm. and go out of your way to spend more time and invest more time with them and build those relationships And maybe start to take a step back from the people who don't. Mm. And the challenging part is a lot of it is going to be your family and your closest friends. And Mm. that's why I think this is so triggering for Amelia and I because we had Mm -hmm. to go through it. And we know how hard it is. And we don't want you guys having to feel the pain of what we went through. Yeah. What's interesting is I'm I'm recognizing in this moment, unless like – 
So many people have wanted to come into my space, like whether that be metaphorical or talking about my successes and all that stuff, because that's made them actually like conversational worthy in their circles that they hmm. exist in because they know me. They know that I'm always reaching goals. I'm always succeeding. Anything that I put my mind and heart to, I'm achieving. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like I'll give a, a brief example of like the marathon. They had to pick up marathon, pick up half marathon with Alan. And as they kind of wrap this up, I'll use that as a straight example because more people were excited to talk about that, my success around that and his success around that than I've ever seen anyone ask about my entire life's work. And so why, like, why would I let people into my space if they genuinely aren't as, like as interested in some of the day-to-day -day things that really deeply matter to me when this just pick up half marathon was something that was so not as important it was just like another jump in the road right so like being mindful of mm -hmm. if people are attached to your success and your growth because of what they can tell their friends and what they can tell other people that they talk about yeah cool that that's something but like be mindful that they're in your life to kind of feed off of that, not necessarily to contribute to it. And so my final takeaway with that is being very selective, like you had said, B, about who you're letting into your space, but take that one step further. Be mindful of what space you're actually talking about. It's not just physical. It's also emotional. It's also spiritual. It's also very mental. And be mindful of who you're investing into in that regard, because I think that there's a lot more people that are probably um, sucking the energy out of you and your space and what you work so hard to create than they probably are contributing to that. So if that's the case, you're not alone. And to bring this up on a high note, <laughs> it's okay to love someone and not love your relationship. We have a podcast, mm. podcast suggestion number 67 is a great one to start to first admit that you might love someone, but at the end of the day, you might not love that relationship. So how can you work towards maybe creating space and not letting them into your space, be it emotional, mental, physical, spiritual, as much as you once did before? Bianca and I have had to go through that. It's a process. It's not easy. And sometimes it really doesn't feel super good, but it is so beneficial on the other side when you realize how can you do that in an aligned way that makes sense and works for you. Mm -hmm. mine is 104 um key players for your optimal a game Whoop. all right it's thank all you right. to everyone listening we hope this was helpful sorry mm -hmm. if we chewed your ear out <laughs> and we will see you next time <laughs> bye everyone, bye, everyone. If this episode resonated with you or you heard something you know will help you evolve, please share it with someone you love and care about, team members across the world, or someone who you believe deeply could benefit from joining this discussion. We know firsthand how important it is to have people who support and celebrate your evolution. That's why we created our free live virtual event called Out of the Mud that we host the last Wednesday of every single month at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You don't even have to be on camera. You can literally just listen in if you want to so that you can get this content. You can hear what the community has to say and be involved with the conversation in real time. 
extraordinary topics with evolved people. That's what this event is all about. Click in the link for Out of the Mud in the show notes to register for our next event. We love hearing from our listeners and community members. In efforts to help you evolve, we invite you to connect with us on Instagram or Facebook at Evolve Ventures or reach out to us directly via DM at Evolve with Amelia and Evolve with Bianca. Be on the lookout for our IG lives that we host every single Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are also in the process of rolling out group coaching and online courses that are sure to help you evolve into a greater version of yourself. This content is intended for information purposes only. It is not a substitute for professional counseling or psychotherapy, medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment, and does not constitute medical or other professional advice.